Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Coach's Corner. I'm Coach Andrew Porritz from Ingenuity Coaching. I help people discover and fulfill their passions and greatness. My mission, to inspire and challenge you to dream big dreams, and with my coaching, help you to manifest those dreams into reality. You can visit my website at www.myfuturecoach.com and follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash coachandrew. If you're listening live tonight and you have a question, the phone number here is 646-929-2893. You'll be able to listen to the show on the phone, and if you press number one, I will know you have a question. We also have a live chat room right on the show page where you can feel free to join in and make comments. At a screening last year of the latest Muppets movie, my seatmate was a delightful blonde with whom I shared many laughs in a movie theater on the Upper East Side. I had no idea who she was until we became friends on Facebook later that day. My guest tonight is Robin Kastner, an award-winning reality TV TV star featured on Bravo's millionaire matchmaker, Extra, The Soup, Chelsea Lately on the E-Special 50 Super Epic TV Moments, and Mob Wives on VH1. Robin was awarded a Soup Award in Hollywood, honoring the best in reality TV and pop culture, along with Kim Kardashian, Kate Middleton, and Nina Leakes. Robin Castro was named one of the top ten reality TV moments of 2011. Robin hosts parties, makes personal appearances, and was a celebrity guest host of the Williamsburg Film Festival. Robin, one of the favorite thinkers in the New York City PR world, owns Hot PR, number one in beauty PR, according to Google. Robin Castro was named one of the most connected and possibly the most influential people in New York City. You can learn more about Robin at www.robincastner.com and at her PR firm site, www.hautpr, that's H-A-U-T-E-P-R.com. Robin, are you with us? Hi, Andrew. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm so glad to have you on my show. I'm so happy to be on your show. Awesome. So I know that aside from being famous for reality shows, and by the way, I have to tell you, I never watch reality shows. I never watched The Millionaire Matchmaker except 20 minutes of one episode, and naturally it was the one that you were on. Oh, cool. And that was before I met you. So the only, so I actually knew when I, I put that, oh, I remember her from that one time I watched that show. Mm-hmm. So Very aside cool. from you being famous for reality shows, I know you're involved in public relations and the beauty industry. I'd like to know a little bit about your background, how you got involved in those areas. Well, actually, I'm a lawyer by trade. Um, I started my own PR firm, Hot PR, in 2006, and we offer the best in beauty, fashion, and luxury lifestyle public relations. So, you know, the law wasn't creative enough for me, so Mm -hmm. I went to PR, and this way I can use all my skills that I learned in school, but, you know, more on the beauty and fashion side as opposed to, you know, financial and legal. Mm. What kind of a lawyer uh, were you you, before, before you stopped doing that? Um, I did a lot of financial work. Um, mm-hmm. I worked on Enron. I worked on mutual funds, different financial kind of um, legal cases. So, mm. you know, beauty and fashion PR is is a great thing. And, you know, I'm living the career of my dreams. So, you know, it's an amazing life. And, you know, I'm really happy it took me in this direction. Well, that's awesome. So, like, what was the, the impetus for you to say I, fashion is where I need to be? Well, I've always loved fashion. I've always loved beauty. Um, so, you know, I was just drawn to those areas. 
So right now, you know, we promote fashion shows. We launch new beauty lines. Um, we promote luxury lifestyle products. So it's just, you know, something I enjoy doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like I could be a very boring lawyer for the rest of my life <laughs> or I could be a really exciting publicist. Mm. And this is the direction my life has taken me, and it's been a fun ride. When did, when did that that switch happen from lawyering to beautying? Well, it happened um, in 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Now, uh, you, I, I know that you are you are kind of famous for the color pink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd really love to know where that came from. Well, I love pink. Um, I happen to live in a pink apartment on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I actually painted my Mercedes pink. It used to be red Mercedes. Now it's mm-hmm. a pink Mercedes with a whole pimped-out Hello Kitty interior. So I've just always been drawn to the color pink. I've, I love the movie Legally Blonde. Um, I loved it so much that I named my dog Bruiser um, after the movie. So um, basically, you know, I've always been drawn to pink and Hello Kitty mm-hmm. and fabulousness. So, so now, do you um, like to have a lot of pink among your clients? You have a lot of pink beauty uh, events. Yeah, actually, all of my parties are pink. Um, <laughs> I actually had, um, you know, two parties at the Grace Hotel in Manhattan, and the cool thing is they illuminate the whole place and the pool in any color you want. So naturally, I had them illuminated in pink for my birthday party that I had with my um, good friend, Whitney Thompson, who mm-hmm. won America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. And I also um, did it for my viewing party for Millionaire Matchmaker. So how did the Millionaire Matchmaker happen? Well, you know, a lot of um, reality shows, they call me and they want me to go on them. Um, I don't really know why, but I guess maybe it's because I work in public relations. Uh-huh. And most of them sounded silly, so I, you know, refused to go on them. Except, you know, my favorite TV shows of all time are Real Housewives, Millionaire Matchmaker, and Flipping Out. So when they called me to do Millionaire Matchmaker, naturally I was um, excited about it. And, you know, I am single, and I'm looking for true love. Mm-hmm. So I figured it would be a good opportunity to try to find the one. And, and how did that how did that go for you ultimately? Well, I asked Patty to find me a prince, and mm-hmm. she found me a plumber instead. So it was kind of a disaster, but I made a lot of friends, and um, you know, I I became kind of popular from mm-hmm. my appearance on Millionaire Matchmaker. Um, it was one of the more popular episodes, and then they were so kind to invite me back for the reunion last year. So I was on seasons four. And then season five on the reunion. And, you know, I've been thinking about Patty lately, and I might want to go back on the show. Um, you know, I'm still single. I'm still mm-hmm. looking for Mr. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you know if the opportunity arises, maybe I'll go back for another season. And so, you know, a lot of us know exactly whatever we might see on a reality show. And mm-hmm. you, you are on the other side of the camera. So I, I hear a lot that not everything is as it seems. Is that true? Well, you know, when you watch a reality show, you think, you know, it's reality because Mm -hmm. it's called a reality show, and obviously there's no script. Um, However, you have to realize that there's a whole camera crew, and even if you're on a date with a guy and it looks like it's just you and him on a sophisticated dinner cruise, Mm -hmm. it's really you, him, and 50 cameramen. So obviously it's going to be different than real life. 
And then they have editing also, which, you know, is designed to tell a compelling story. Sure. And, you know, my episode was definitely um, one of those compelling stories that people tend to remember it. Um, Mm -hmm. People tend to come up to me on the street. Even celebrities are fans of me. Um, I actually was having lunch at Bloomingdale's today, and this girl wrote on Twitter that she saw me at Bloomingdale's, and she almost passed out because it was her favorite episode. <laughs> and I just I love when people come up to me. I love my fans. I think they're amazing people, and I just love that I've touched so many people. And you know, whether you saw my show and you thought I was hilarious, or you saw my show and you were inspired by me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, it's it's great that I've touched so many people who I ordinarily wouldn't meet. So I just think it was a great opportunity, a great experience. Was there any uh, any downside to doing it? Yeah, well, the downside is, you know, if you're famous, people talk about you, and people talk about you on TV, they talk about you on Twitter, they talk about you on the Internet. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some people who really liked me and some people who really hate me. I mean, some people took the show very literally. I mean, I said I'd give my dog bruiser Botox on the show, and people said that they should take my dogs away from me and call the ASPCA and call PETA. Mm -hmm. So I guess that was kind of negative. Um, but, you know, you have to take reality TV with a grain of salt and realize that not everything on reality TV is as it seems. Um, I'm a very smart girl. I graduated with honors from Brandeis, and I have a law degree. So, you know, if you find the more absurd things on reality TV true, that's fine. I mean, basically, I I look at reality TV like pop art, Mm -hmm. and, you know, what you get from the pop art is individual. Some people love me. Some people hate me. And if you're going to be a famous person, that's to be expected. I mean, if you look at Kim Kardashian, people love her, people hate her, you know. And, you know, putting yourself out there in the public eye, you're going to have people who love you and people who hate you, and you just have to take it with a grain of salt because, you know, I know who I am. I know I'm a cool Mm -hmm. person. I know I'm a smart person. I know I'm a fun person. So, you know, it, it doesn't really bother me if people say negative things about me because they don't really know me. But I try to take it for the positive things people say. Well, that's great. So, like, is there any advice that you would give to somebody who might wind up in a similar position? Um, it sounds like you're naturally attuned to being able to take a perspective that that will work for you. But what might you say to somebody else who isn't quite as prepared? I mean, I love being on reality TV. Mm-hmm. I love being on Bravo. It's my favorite channel. So, I mean... Being on reality TV is not for everyone. You have to have a thick skin. You have to, you know, if people say negative things, you have to kind of let it bounce off, and you kind of just have to be very strong within yourself. Mm -hmm. And it just goes for anything in life. I mean, you have to have a thick skin. If you get successful, people are going to hate you and be jealous of you. And you can sit and wallow in that and, you know, be upset that everyone hates you, or you can take it for what it is and take the the fans who Mm -hmm. love you and be happy about that. I mean, you know, you shouldn't let fame go to your head. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in both ways, you shouldn't make it think you're better than you are and you shouldn't make it think you're worse than you are. I'm the same person that I was before I did Millionaire Matchmaker. I happen to be a really cool girl, a really smart girl. And anything that, you know, some Internet person says about me on Twitter, it doesn't really bother me, you know, because when people meet me, they know I'm a cool person. And not that you need me to do this, but I vouch for you. I vouch for Robin Kastner because I have met her, and she's a cool person. Thank you. You're welcome. 
So um, I want to get back to the pink. I just really am fascinated by the whole pink and the pink, uh, the Hello Kitty. Um, you know, I met a woman, uh, a friend of mine named Cheryl Levette, who uh, who rides a, a Hello Kitty bicycle everywhere. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I see her all over the place. And and one thing it made me think about in terms of you, not just that you both are Hello Kitty people, uh, you know, with the with that, but um, branding is something that I think is uh, becoming more and more important, not just to major companies, but to individuals and small companies and and anybody trying to make a really uh, name for themselves. And when I and I when I've seen Cheryl around town on her. On her uh, bicycle, she not only wears that bi- uh, rides that bicycle, but she always dresses up to the nines to ride a bicycle. I mean, in heels, you know, an outfit. Uh, everywhere she goes, she is stopped by people. They don't know who she is. They just know I have to have my picture with this person. So she is like some somebody who has mastered a certain type of branding. I'm wondering what you might like to say about uh, branding, you know, both for yourself and as an idea. I think branding is so important. In today's world, I think branding for yourself, branding for your company, I think it's very important. And I think you shouldn't be afraid to be exactly who you're meant to be. Some people think I'm crazy that I have a pink Mercedes. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people think it's crazy. I'm actually in the process of building the first Hello Kitty house in America, in the Hamptons. Um, You know, Patty questioned whether I would find a rugged man who wants to live in a Hello Kitty house with me. And the thing that I found is most guys love the pink, girly, Hello Kittiness mm-hmm. about me. So you don't have to be afraid of the haters. I mean, some people are not going to get you, but other sure. people are going to love you. So I would say be true to yourself, be true to your brand. When I was a very corporate, buttoned-up lawyer, I was married to a very corporate, buttoned-up lawyer. I mean, he went to Cornell and Columbia for law school, and he worked at a big firm. He didn't let me have any Hello Kitty stuff in our apartment. Wow. And so when we broke up, the first thing I did was, oh, he didn't like dogs either. So the first thing I did was I bought Bruiser, my Pomeranian, Mm -hmm. and I got Hello Kitty stuff, and I got a little bit carried away with the Hello Kitty stuff. Mm -hmm. I bought Hello Kitty everything, Hello Kitty toaster, Hello Kitty boombox. I bought Hello Kitty tissue cozies for my tissue boxes. And I went a little bit crazy with buying the Hello Kitty stuff, but it was kind of a reaction to not being who I authentically am, not being true to myself. And I think you should do what makes you happy. I mean, as long as it's not illegal or immoral, (laughs) go for it and do it. And not everyone's going to like you, but honestly, you can't please everyone in the world. The person you need to please the most is yourself. Then when you please yourself and you live your life authentically and you make Mm -hmm. yourself happy, then you have such power to do such great things and make everyone else happy as well. So, yeah, I mean, some people, um, you know, they might not understand my brand. They might not get why I have a pink apartment or pink Mercedes or why I love Hello Kitty. Um, But I get it, and I think it's fabulous. I'm fabulous. You're fabulous. And I think you should be true to your brand, and you should do what makes you happy in life. So what would be some ways that one might brand themselves? Some ways? Well, I have mm-hmm. this friend, um, Justin Rossley. He does mm-hmm. this thing he calls jujetting. He basically flies all over the world, and he takes pictures of first class and him reclining in first class in pajamas and, you know, <laughs> the caviar that they serve in first class lounges and stuff. And I said, Justin, 
where are you jujetting to? What are you doing? Where are you traveling? Why are you doing this? And all he said to me was, baby, you fly with me, you'll never fly coach again. And I wow. love that. I think it's so cool. He likes to travel, and he likes to post pictures of himself traveling on the Internet, and he dresses very flamboyantly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he dresses like no other guy in New York, and I think it's amazing. I think it's great that he's true to himself and he mm-hmm. brands himself that way. And I think if you're authentically yourself and you do what makes you happy, you can accomplish amazing, amazing things. And I think there's too many people, especially in Manhattan, walking around so afraid to be their authentic self, and you're trying to please your parents or do a career that you think will impress people. And I think you should first impress yourself, do a career that makes you happy, Mm -hmm. and dress the way you want to dress, live the way you want to live. And then I think once you are authentically yourself and you make yourself happy, then I think you can accomplish amazing, amazing things. Now, you have um, you have siblings, right? Yes, I have three uh, are, brothers. Three brothers? Mm-hmm. Are any of them like you, or are they all fairly different? No, none of them are like me. <laughs> one of my brothers, he's the head of a very big law firm. Uh-huh. Um, you know, one of my brothers is an artist. Um you know, my I come from a very conservative family. I grew up in Connecticut. Um, my whole family is basically lawyers. So my dad was a lawyer, my brother's mm-hmm. lawyer, my brother's wife's lawyer, my grandpa was a lawyer. Wow. So, yeah, I did not grow up, um, you know, living my life like this. Um, but my mom taught me to be who I am mm-hmm. and to be creative. And, um, you know, it's it's a lot more fun to be who you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter if you're rich. I have a lot of um, fans that say, wow, I wish I were a millionaire like you so I could live fabulously. I don't live fabulously because I'm a millionaire because I live in Manhattan. I mean, if you live in a trailer in Kentucky, you go out to Home Depot, you buy mm-hmm. a can of pink paint, and you make your trailer the most fabulous trailer in Kentucky. Didn't we um, talk about that on Facebook? Yeah. I, I I said I was willing to live with you in that pink trailer, and I think it was Kentucky actually, but I'm not sure. Exactly. So there I mean, you go. living living your best life, it has nothing to do with, you know, where you come from or who your family is. You can live a fabulous life no matter where you live, no matter mm-hmm. what your circumstances are, and it's about being true to yourself and just being fabulous. Wow. So now, yeah. where in Connecticut did you grow up? In Stanford. In Stanford. I'm mm-hmm. actually going there next month. Oh, wonderful. I'm going to see this a guy from well before your time. When I, when I was growing up, there was a show called Wonderama, and a guy named Sonny Fox, and uh, mm-hmm. he's uh, in his late 80s now, and he's just did a, he just, just did a book, doing a, bu- a book tour, and I am getting to see him. I'm very excited about that. I'm trying to think who would be a, equivalent in your life, like some childhood, you know, story that you watched growing up, getting to meet him, at, you know, many, many, many years later. Oh, but, that's uh, wonderful. Very cool. I was actually, by the way, conceived in Connecticut. Really? I was. Milford, Connecticut. Cool. It was a dark and stormy night. That's all I remember. <laughs> I was knocked out was for nine just... months. It was really uh, very horrible. I was just in Stanford um, a couple of days ago. They had a Matis Yahoo concert, 
and it was wonderful. They closed down all downtown, mm-hmm. and it was like thousands of people there to see Matis Yahoo. It was wonderful. So just to be completely um, uh, uh, out of it here, who 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 is that? <laughs> He's a singer. Uh-huh. He used to be Hasidic, but now really? he stopped being Hasidic. Yeah. And he's basically like a reggae singer, kind of like Bob Marley. Mm. Yeah. So it used to be Hasidic, and now they're going to be having, like, bacon appetizers. <laughs> no, they're not going that far. Okay. I don't know. I think I don't think he was raised that way. I think okay. he became more religious. Ah. But now he's not dressed like that anymore. But he used to sing reggae music in the full black hat, mm-hmm. beard, get-up, you know. But now he he looks more mainstream. I'm going to have to check them out. Yeah. So speaking of music. Yeah. Uh, I understand you uh, have dabbled in the in the world of music. Yes, Andrew. I'm actually a recording artist. <laughs> um, my single is Drop-In. I have a single available on iTunes. It's called Fantasy. It's actually a rap song. I know I don't look like a rapper, but... Um, I basically sang the hook, and mm-hmm. my rapping partner did the rap. His name's Hungry. He's a wonderful, talented rapper, mm-hmm. and um, he sounds like Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing song, and I'm so proud of it. So I think all your listeners should go to iTunes and download it. Well, I happen to have a copy of this song available oh, wow. to uh, play, uh, and I would like your permission to play. You could tell me when to stop. Oh, I'd love you to hear the whole rate. thing. Really? You want to hear the whole thing? Okay. My we favorite song. Okay. All right. So we have a special treat, as Ed Sullivan used to say, special treat to you youngsters in the audience. Robin Kastner, the rap artist, and it's called yeah. Fantasy. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Here we go. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm not a rap guy, so, like, this is all new to me. So I, I, I'm not a rap guy, but I'm very happy to play your song. Here we go. Trying to wake up, watch you in the mirror, perfectly placing that makeup. Contemplating all the ways you could say, huh? Fresh out of patience, don't you tell me to wait, no. There be no breaks to your legs, shaking, they stay numb. Somebody told me it's a storm brewing. Don't hold back, give it all to them. Kissing your touch, girl, the way that you move, make it hard to keep track of my cool, yeah, I lose it. Another word, you cut through my focus. Trying to do anything but you is hopeless. I get a rush, can't explain what the feeling is. Your touch is like a shot of adrenaline. At a whole number season with the women in Slow down, baby, you killing it
hit the block. They stand in amazement, looking to stay the shot. Fantasize all day about taking my spot. The money, the cars, the home, the yacht. Eyes on me as soon as I hit the block. They stand in amazement, looking to stay the shot. Fantasize all day about taking my spot. But I never let it happen. It's home team and baby girl, you the captain. Tell them you here so they can stop with the rapping. And he is HD for anybody who asking. Can't explain what the feeling is. Your touch is like a shot of adrenaline. At a whole nother speed of what the women is. Slow down, baby, you killing me. Right. What'd you think? I think it was very rappy. I loved it. That was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. Oh my god. So so how did you uh, do that? Did you do this something like once and they repeated it over and over again, or did you sing it over and over again? No, I sing it over and over again. I have a fabulous <laughs> producer. He, he's from Gerald Productions. Mm-hmm. He came up with the um, the melody. And he came up with the first line, come to me, I'll be your fantasy. And in the studio, you have to sing the same lines over and over and over again. Mm. And then they layer your voice. So it's right. not just me singing, it's me times five singing. So it's almost like the Robin Kasner choir. Wow. And I wrote all the lyrics for my part, and Hungry the Rapper, he wrote all mm-hmm. his rap lyrics. I tried to suggest some lyrics for him, like when he was rapping about the money, the cars, the homes, the yachts. Mm-hmm. I said he should put in from Montauk to Southampton, but he didn't think that that was gangster enough, so oh. he didn't listen to my suggestions. But, um, and yeah, I guess um, a Pink Kitty thing was out of the question then for him. Yeah, he's very, like, gangster rapper, So, but that's fine. He's really good at what he does. And, um, yeah, it was amazing to collaborate with them on this project, and I just am very proud of the song. Got for my, my first Pink song, it's Kitty. pretty good. Feeling like Walter Mitty. Okay, that's my my. That's as far as I'm gonna go. Okay. Yeah. I just gonna give you a little pink kitty rap for you right there. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so how has that gone for you? That uh, this exercise. Um, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love singing. I love uh-huh. to sing more. Mm-hmm. It's just so much fun. I'm a recording artist now, and All I. Right. I love it. I think it's so much fun. I'm writing a book also, mm-hmm. so I'm a woman of many talents. I'm writing my book. I'm working on TV, and I'm dropping rap songs like nobody's business. Tell me about uh, the book that you're writing. Well, I'm writing a book. It's about how to live a pink, fabulous lifestyle in a beige world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was kind of what I was talking about before, about, you know, how I used to be a very boring um, person working in the law, and now I'm, you know, working on TV and doing my PR thing and, you know, recording songs and just living a dream, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So, yeah. And uh, what's, a, what's your um, anticipated arrival? When is this going to be finished? 
Um, the book, well, the book is still in progress mm-hmm. right now. We're just finishing the book proposal. Mm-hmm. But I have a really amazing literary agent. So, you know, she's doing the pitching right now. And, you know, hopefully it will be out soon. Oh, great. Yeah. Now, you had mentioned to me when we spoke yesterday that you would like to talk about dating and relationships. So I think let's do that. Okay, cool. Tell me. what I, I'm, I'm hearing you might be a little bit of a, an expert in this area. I really do think I'm a dating expert. I mean, I've been dating on TV. I date mm-hmm. in real life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I used to work for Hurry Date, which is a speed dating business. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a lead host in New York, so I've actually set people up and have become boyfriend and girlfriend. So mm-hmm. I love dating. I love relationships. If anyone has any um, relationship questions, I love to answer them. And so I'm going to remind anybody listening live at the moment that you can call in at 646-929-2893 if you'd like to ask Robin a question. Yeah. So what has been some of the uh, the kinds of challenges that you have seen out there in the dating world? Well, it's just like living in New York, there's so many options out there. So I feel like even if you meet a perfectly good guy or girl, I feel like people are tempted to date around and look for the next big thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's kind of like being in an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's like you don't just want to stop with one thing. You want to try everything. So I think that that's kind of a challenge um, to dating and relationships. Um, and also women are independent these days. You know, mm-hmm. we can support ourselves and stuff. Right. So it's not like we need a husband to support us. So um, I think that's another challenge. Um but, yeah, I mean, I really feel like there's a lid for every pot out there, and I feel like everyone is worthy of love. And I feel like, you know, if you feel, like, undateable or, you know, no one likes you or whatever, you should get out there, go meet people, because I'm telling you, there's someone really good out there for you. What are, what are some of the best dates that you've had? The best dates I've had? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I had a really good date last Saturday night. I went to mm-hmm. this really good sushi restaurant in my neighborhood mm-hmm. with this guy who's like, um, he's a doctor and a model. Mm-hmm. And um, we just had a really good time, um, you know, trying different drinks and sushi. And he was just a very fun guy. And so, okay, so give me give me a couple more. I want to hear some some Robin stories. Some Robin stories. Yeah, Robin dating stories. I don't know. What do you want to hear? Uh, let's see. How about the 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 strangest uh, person you've ever met? The strange. Well, I once dated a guy who was in prison. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know it, but I was talking to him online for like six months, which uh-huh. is a big mistake. Don't do that. And he said, you know, he's very busy and important, so he's so busy with work that he couldn't meet me. So finally, six months later, he said he was going to come meet me, and he came and he picked me up in a town car. He took me to, like, the best restaurant in New York, and he wanted to go out with me. But then I Googled him, and I found out that he was white-collar criminal. So he was actually in prison when he first started talking to me online. So, so his, his important work was license plates making. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah, I did that, and... You know, I dated all different kinds of guys. Um, you know, I went out with the plumber from the show for two months. That was exciting because he was um, nine years younger than me. Mm-hmm. 
So, and he had a very different lifestyle than me, so mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting. Um, what else? You must have been Maybe. flush with excitement to go out with a plumber. I was, you know, he was he was like this young, handsome stud, mm-hmm. and like we did fun things. We mm-hmm. went to Atlantic City, and he let me give him a preppy makeover. So he dressed like a Guido, and um, you know, he was just so good looking that like you know it was kind of like ruining it for me. So right. I made him dress in like Lacoste polo shirts and like you know i put him in a pink polo shirt and glasses and he went from plumber to phd in two seconds flat so it was pretty funny and um you know but he he was not the one for me so i'm still i'm still single i'm still looking you know anyone good for me i you know i i know a lot of guys Uh, yes tell me what you're looking for let's see what let's let's put it out there i'm gonna Putting it out there. That's my putting it out there sound. I want a guy who's tall mm-hmm. and who is nice and who likes my dogs. Okay. Now, you're not tall, so why is that important? I'm just attracted to tall guys. Interesting. I like guys who can pick me up and throw me around. Uh-huh. I like guys that are like climbing a mountain kind of thing. Ah, gotcha. And I have two Pomeranians, Bruiser mm-hmm. and Paris Hilton, and they're just like the light of my life. And, you know, some guys, they're not into the small dogs, especially, like, the big rugged guys that I like. Right. Mm-hmm. So, But I think it says a lot about a guy, whether he's kind to, like, babies and animals and stuff, because it says something about a guy if he can take care of something that's, like, smaller and more vulnerable mm. than he is. So, mm-hmm. you know, the dogs are a really good test of whether he'd be a good dad or not. Ah, so that's, so that's like, sort of a, a, a testing for the potential father. So you you would eventually like to have a, a family. I'd love to have babies. I'd uh-huh. like to have boy-girl twins mm-hmm. and decorate their room in little twin stars, which is another um, Sanrio <laughs> character. So anybody who just listened to this, if you are one of those eligible men, uh, let me know. <laughs> let Coach Andrew know, and I will hook you up. <laughs> That's right. I will hook a brother up. That's what I will do. Cool. Keeping in that rat mode, you say. Yeah, I'm single and ready to mingle. All right, and and I'm here again. I'm here to vouch for Robin. Robin's a cool person. She's really fun to spend time with, Aww. and she has a really great, you know, when she smiles at you because she smiled at me. We, we we smiled a lot when we were watching the movie together. Like every mm-hmm. time something funny would happen, it was like, oh, she's nice. I like her. I had no idea who you were. Oh, that's Isn't that sweet. Cool? Yeah, that's yeah. very sweet. So, anyway, so. Uh, you know how I met Jocelyn, our mutual friend? Uh-huh. I met her at a dog funeral. Really? Yeah. We have a mutual friend in common who had a dog who passed away. He's a wonderful dog. And um, so they had a memorial service for him at this dog place downtown. So I started talking to Jocelyn, and she does PR, and I do PR. So we have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that's how I met her. And the reason I know her is because many, many moons ago in a land far, far away, I was in the, the PR department at Showtime. Oh, okay, and, cool. You know, before her, but because yeah. of Facebook, we were we were both in the same face uh, uh, Showtime, like old days uh, page, and um, it turned out we had all these friends in common. She kept on popping up in in other friends. Uh, uh, status comments, I'm like, I probably should know this person, so hi, let's know each other. Cool. Which is yeah, how the world works. Yeah, she's a wonderful works. person. 
Yeah, yeah. she seems really cool. Yeah. So um, somebody wants to come to you for uh, you know, for PR. They want to come to you for uh, a PR makeover. What 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 do you have for people? Uh, let's talk about your business a little bit. Okay. Well, basically, um, a lot of people don't know what PR is. Mm-hmm. So I like to describe PR as like advertising in reverse. So basically, if you want to take out an ad in the New York Times, it could be $100,000. And people might see your product in the ad, but they might not trust the ad because, you know, you look at ads cynically and you don't believe what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Or they might even entirely just disregard the ad because people glaze over the ads and just read the editorial. So PR, basically you pay a publicist a monthly fee, and they get you in the editorial part of the paper, the editorial part of the magazine, or on TV. And in that way, people tend to read the articles, they tend to believe what's in them, and it's a lot more powerful for your brand to get into the editorial part of the newspaper. And it's a lot more cost-effective because for that 100000 you paid for one little ad, you could get maybe 200 placements in the editorial. So, mm. you know, hiring a publicist is a really, really great tool for any new product or service. Um, and I specialize in beauty and fashion PR. It's best to go to a specialist for whatever area you're looking for because mm-hmm. they have the connections with those beauty editors, fashion editors, um, you know, TV producers, and stuff like that. So, basically, um, yeah, I think PR is such a wonderful thing for businesses, and it really spreads the word about your your product or service, and it's really cost-effective, and it's really effective in terms of getting your brand impression out there. Absolutely. And by the way, yeah. I come from a family of PR people. My 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 brother's in PR out in California. Mm-hmm. My dad cool. was, a, was a PR guy uh, back in the 60s and then in pu- uh, publicity and uh, promotions and then eventually became uh, actually a, a, a sports publisher. Oh, wow. Yeah, back in the day. So it cool. uh, looks like we have a question here. We have a caller come from the 914 area code. So oh. caller from 914, I'm going to uh, let you ask your question. Hi, are you with us? Hello. Hello? Hi. Hi, welcome to the show. You there? I think we have a shy caller. Oh, Okay. Call back. We want to talk to you. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll we'll tr- we'll try back in a minute. Nine one four is Westchester. I love Westchester. Yes. But it's I, I know that the little the little swirly thing is, is swirling around on my um, on my switchboard, so I'm, it might be a connection problem. Oh. Okay. Oh, you know what? I look, looks like I just went offline. No wonder. Okay. Uh, my my computer just lost its um its wireless connection, so I'm going to try that again. Oh, okay. Don't worry, we're still we're still on. Uh, just that I can't access the switchboard until I get back on the on. And here we go, acquiring. Here, this should be working in a second here. Okay. No, nothing like technical uh, difficulties, but the really cool thing is that uh, I can edit this out at some point. Okay, cool. So we don't have to hear this on the on iTunes. Okay, I'm gonna try this again. Up, mm-hmm. oh, lost them. Lost the caller. Oh, no. oh well. Oh no. They 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 logged off. Oh. Okay, but if you nine one four, feel free to call in again, and I will try to get you back on the air. 
Okay, great. All right, so, um, and if anybody would like to to connect with you, tell them how to, how to do that. Okay, yeah, call in. Um, what's the number, Andrew? Oh, the, <laughs> the number here is 646-929-2893. But I, I actually meant if you'd like to tell people how to connect with you. Um, oh, publicly. well, if you're a fan of me, you can go to my website, robinkasner.com, check me out on IMDb, or if you want PR um, advice, you can go to my PR website, which is HotPR, H-A-U-T-E-P-R.com. Um, it's really, it's after Haute Couture, but I say hot as a double entendre because, mm. you know, we're hot, you're hot, your brand is hot, and if we say Haute Couture, Haute PR, People think we're the PR firm of Quaker Oats, so I like to say hot PR. It's uh, a nice little cute double entendre. I like that. Oh, 914 yeah. just came back. Let's see if we can get this caller on the line. Okay. Hello, are you with us? No. Oh, looks like I lost it again. This is unbelievable. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm having a bad time with my uh, wireless router. Oh. I'm sorry to say. Okay. I could I could have been a contender. Okay, here we go. We're, we're coming back on. I think it's time to buy a new router. What do you think? I think so. I think I'm gonna have to give a give a call to the bad people at uh, Time Warner. Yeah. I'm a hard time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not quite connecting here. So unfortunately, I'm I'm not at the moment able to get that person on the line. Oh. This is very crazy. This has never happened before here in uh, Coach's Corner. Yeah. I have had other times when I've had uh, technical difficulties, but this is the first time I've lost the, the router in the middle of the call. Uh-huh. So let's try one more time. This is my last what attempt. Happened? My last attempt, but we have a little bit of time left in the show, so I'd love to, I'd love to get a question in from somebody. Okay. Still acquiring network address, so I don't know. I don't know what this means. Anyway, one of these days I'm going to have a, uh, you know, the, that caller dropped off anyway. One of these days oh. I'll have a, uh, a, a a real studio. <gasps> now that I'm, oh, I'm finally connected. Hey, come okay. in. I'm on the radio. I'm on the radio. You have to be quiet. Say hi to the dog. Hello, dog. Hi, hi. sorry. Did you hear that? <laughs> is that, is that, um, which that's, dog is um, that? That's, um, Paris Hilton. Oh, hello, Paris. Paris says hi. Bruiser says hi. So, you know, so Robin will always have Paris. Yes. Okay, that was... Hello. Hello. Hi. hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you. This is me. It's Maddie from Westchester. Hello, Maddie I, from Westchester. Hi. I just want to say something. First of all, Robin, I loved your episode of Millionaire Matchmaker, okay? Thank you. You were just so... I lived in the city for eight years before moving back here, and I'll tell you... Watching you on TV, you are such a breath of fresh air to have such a wonderful personality. And oh, you're so I, sweet. I do Thank want to you. tell you that. Also, pink is one of my favorite colors. And I wanted to ask you, um, you chose the plumber. Patty knew yes. it was a mistake. But let yes. me ask you, have you ever thought of trying the cop again? Would you ever you know, go out with I'm, the other guy? I'm good friends with both of the guys. So. Are you? Okay. I'm friends with the plumber. I'm friends with the cop. Okay. We actually went to the cop's house in um, Pennsylvania, and we hung out with him. I did karaoke with him, and oh my god, you know he's he's Anthony's a wonderful guy. 
So, yeah, it's so funny because all these people come up to me on the street and they say, why didn't you pick Anthony? You should be with Anthony. So, you know, I'm still good friends with Anthony. I think he's an amazing guy. So, you know, just know that I'm still close to Anthony. Oh, that's good. And you know what? Just enjoy yourself. When I lived in the city, I really enjoyed myself. So just enjoy yourself every day. And if someone comes around, they come around. Exactly. You know, know? life is too short to be boring, I think. Oh, but you know what? If you like piano bars, Andrew loves going to piano bars, and he's a great singer. Oh, great. That sounds like fun. I I am, actually. And I'm very modest about it. It runs in the family. His brother's fabulous, and so is he. Aw. So anyway, I'm going to say goodnight now, but I just wanted to say hello, and I loved listening to part of your show, and just both of you have a wonderful evening, Okay. Oh, thank you so much. It was such oh. a lovely time talking to you. Oh, wonderful. And, Andrew, let's all go out one night, okay? Okay, you got it. All right, take care. Have a wonderful time. Take care, okay? Okay. okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I have no idea who that person was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was lovely. Yes, that's my friend Maddie. I've known her for years. It's a nice surprise she called. But she did make a comment when I posted uh, on Facebook that you were going to be on. So she was like, oh, I hope that's the one with the pink yeah. <laughs> and not with some other one. She's I hope it's not that one. <laughs> yeah, Stacey Kessler. <laughs> Which I thought it was very funny. So that was that was very cool. So it's always good to have a call in. Yeah. Because um, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes you get uh, surprises. Maybe maybe the guy, the guy will call in. Maybe the plumber will call. Maybe, well, or the, or the plumber. I was thinking of the guy. Oh, Anthony the cop? No, maybe the guy. The guy that you've been waiting for. Maybe he's on the Oh, other, you mean the man of my dream? The man of your, man of your dream. <gasps> man of, that would uh, be Robin's wonderful. Dreams. Would you please call in? This is, uh, this is an emergency. To my future husband, if you're yeah. listening tonight, please call in. We have to start working on the babies right That's now, right. tonight. And, and I will sing at the wedding, by the way. Okay, cool. All right. Not singing your rap song, though. I'm going to sing some, something else. Oh, but my rap song was pretty good, right? Oh, absolutely. It's good for my first attempt at singing. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Okay, great. So um, now do you have anything else that you'd like to add before we get going? Um, no, it was just so lovely talking to you. It's my favorite radio show, and I'm oh. so happy you had me on. Oh, thank and, you so much. And, you know, keep watching Bravo, because maybe I'll pop up. Mm-hmm. You never know. That would be very cool if you do. Yeah. And, uh, again, anybody listening, if you want to learn more about Robin Kasner, Robin, why don't you say the names of your sites again? One last okay, time. yeah, you can go to robinkasner.com or hotpr.com. Great. And if you are the man of her dreams, please contact me, Coach Andrew, and I will personally connect you. Awesome. All right. So, again, thank you so much, Robin, for being with me this week. Thank you, Andrew. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, in fact, on the way out of the show, I think I'm going to, after I say goodnight, I'm going to play your song. Is that, oh, is that okay with you? So I'll play that song yeah, also, to, let, to let the show go. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Robin Kasner and, you know, tweet me because I love talking to my fans on Twitter, too. Okay, cool. Okay. Absolutely. In fact, I, maybe I have to make sure I follow you, too. I don't know if I'm following you at this point, so I will follow awesome. you. Awesome. You can okay. follow me back if you so choose. Cool. And everybody, we will be back here next week on Coach's Corner, and we're going to play. Um, we're going to play a little rap tune for you. Stop it! Stop it! And you heard you heard Robin. Stop it! That's what. That's no, what we have I'm to talking say. to the dog. Oh, I thought you were talking to my audience. No. Okay. 
Okay, thanks for being on, and now we're going to play Robin's song to close the show. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Oh, it looks like I lost my... <laughs> what a way to end. I'm going to have to, have to cancel this part out, too. Oh. Wait, no, I'm going to connect again. Get a new router tomorrow. Okay. And then I will delete the bad stuff. Okay. Okay, here we go. This should work. Yes, no. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. All right. Adrenaline, at a whole number speed of what the women is. Slow down, baby, you killing me. 